My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A very warm welcome to this morning's program, Tuesday, the 22nd of January. Um, oh, oh, it's December. Ooh, it's December. It's December. <laughs> the 22nd of You're December, away, 2015. Eh? <laughs> I'm your host, Mishka Daris. I, I think my mind is already in 2016. Welcome to our program where we are nurturing wellness. And when we talk about wellness, we mean each and every sphere of your life, from the spiritual, mental, as well as to the body. So yesterday we had Dr. Leila Sadin. And today we are going to be speaking to um, one of my, I should always say, my favorite guests on radio, Auntie Najmanisa Solomon. Assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran Mishka once again for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, I'm looking forward to a series or so of programs, inshallah, inshallah, that we'll be doing. Um, And today specifically looking at the year in review of 2015. How do you look back at this year? What are the challenges that you faced, the positivities that you faced? um, those things that have really dragged you down to the gutter and you felt that you couldn't get up after that. But you know what? You survived. And today is the 22nd of December 2015. So we want to hear from you. SMS us 47913 or even call us on 0214423530. Um, and we'll see if to take all those comments this and those questions as well. Santi Najmanisa Solomon is a life coach. She's also um, a person that if you need any advice from, she's there for you. So a counselor, give it a call and make a booking with her and she'll be able to assist you of course all with an islamic ethos so antinaj munisa the year in review 2015 shukran mishka i like the way that you said um what have we experienced throughout this year from last from this year january to where we are now in december almost in january again and i'm sure every household have had a challenge Mm. in all different kinds of ways, especially if you're in a relationship, if you have children, if you have neighbors, if you have family, all of those things interlinked into each other. Mm. Because if you look at us as, as, a, as a unit of community, then it's like a spider whip, like a, like a galaxy that inter- interconnects, interconnects with mm. each other. And if, if you feel that you have survived the storm, then you must pat yourself on the back first of all and say, Allahu Akbar, shukr ya Allah. Mm. I have uh, the survived the storm. And the way to survive a storm is to look beyond the storm. So while we're in the storm, we can't really see beyond Very the storm. Yeah. But many a times, especially our intuitive pe- people is... Um, in touch with your sixth sense, as a person would say. Mm. So always when you're in touch with your five senses, you cleanse that all the time, you thank Allah for that all the time, automatically your sixth sense kicks in very easily. Often children wants to know, Mommy, but how do you know that? Or, mm. but Mommy, uh, you weren't there, or Daddy, uh, whatever. And this is what parents have, and Allah Ta'ala has given them that, mm. to be the caregivers of those children. And to look after their well-being. Mm. And very often there's a stage that children goes through. And I like it when they admit to this. And that's the stage that our Prophet says, from 14 to 21, you befriend your child. So very often we mistake that with becoming our child's friend. And we can never be our child's friend. But befriending our children, meaning and letting them know, 
that I empathize with you. You know what? My challenges wasn't as big as yours are in the 21st century, but I was also human at the time of 15, mm. of 12, of 11. Yeah. And I went through the same hormonal human development that you are going through. But we find parents never ever discusses those things with their children or even try to relate with their children and what they, because you find girl children becoming a bit miserable and moody already from the age of nine. Mm. Mm. And, uh, 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 it puts a, a negative aura in the home. Mm. It causes sibling rivalry because the one will be okay and happy or lucky and the other one will be miserable. And that put mom and dad and mostly mom in a situation of problem solving. How do I treat both of them equal but different? <laughs> yeah. And I think all parents today at this time of the year must pat themselves on the back if they've survived another year mm. with all of their children in the house, whether it's one, two, nine, eight, whatever the amount is. Mm. Um, mommy's the taxi in the morning. Daddy's maybe the pickup guy. And uh, the grocery person must go fetch the groceries. Uh, well, there is people that order online, but most of us go to the <laughs> shop store as the modern technology allows us. Mm. But most of the time, if you look at the responsibilities of two parents, and I feel this 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 discussion we had previously is, is we're going to talk about the achievement of parents, the challenges that parents face, but how do they get through that storm? How mm. do they get on the other side of the storm? And you ask yourself, oh my word, how did I survive this? And very often we look at uh, the older generation like myself, <laughs> look at our children in, in, in the stage where they are in now and uh, raising their children mm. and you think back ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did I manage all this mm. how did I get through this and then most of the time our circumstances was a million times different to what these are right. because today you find everybody has a helper here and there yeah. they have somebody that comes into cha either or they have something that come an iron or they have a one or two days person or the full time uh, person that is with them in the house to assist them Whereas if you look back to the generation prior to this, say 20, 30 years ago, there was also helpers, but that generation wasn't as fortunate um, mm. to have as often or as many times. Mm. Those were the generation that were still very hardworking physically themselves and right. maybe working out. And you do find a lot of them still because... Uh, we must look at the people that cannot afford a helping hand. And what I like today, in, and I see it a lot, is the the understanding between the young couples where the husband and the wife assist each other with raising the children, with washing the dishes, with maybe sometimes cooking, mm. with working in the garden. And Sunday mornings, you see one is scratching in the garden, the other one is watering the garden and looking at the development and the kids are busy pulling out the weeds. Mm. And, and, and it's amazing. We need to look at those positive things around us. They are definitely challenged, Mishka. They go through the normal challenges that mm. we've been through. And we must just be there to not assist them or help them over this bridge, but just be there. Okay. The importance they need our of, presence then. The importance is that your daughter or your son must know, you know, when you don't have a mother or a father, no matter how old you are, mm. you feel like a viscount. Mm. And if you know you still have a mother or a father, it's like there's something that I'm falling back onto. Whether they tell you their business, whether they talk to you about it, whether whatever there is, 
just knowing there's a mom or a dad mm. that I can fall back onto. And grandchildren also knowing that kind of thing, which is wonderful. I think also a good time for us now to ask um, our listeners, uh, please share with us one positive thing that has happened in this year for you, for 2016. Just one, just sit, even if it was a small little teeny wincy little thing, you've got a roof over your head or you've come through something that was really bad and you've survived on the other side. We want to hear from you. SMS us on 47913. For now, let's take the ad break and we'll be back afterward, inshallah. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. on Voice of the Cape. Looking at the year in review, I think that's always important for us to take stock. Um, It might not be the Islamic New Year that we're welcoming in. It did happen about three months or so ago, two and a half months ago. But now we're also looking at, I think this is the time of the year in Tinajmanisa. We're ending off that work period. We're looking back at how the work has been, what we've learned from, um, you know, our business, um, our colleagues for that matter. Now we're with the family and we only want to spend that time with the family and uh, we're looking also back at what the family has done for us and what we have done for the family so one thing that is positive that has happened in your life 47913 SMS, SMS us and tell us about it and joining me in studio Antinaj Munisa Solomon life coach counselor as well with an Islamic ethos and today we're looking also at how our parents relating to children and vice versa which Antinaj Munisa adds in very nicely to um, Nafisa Kirika's program this evening when she's discussing raising boys and asking are we really raising boys to be the men they are supposed to be or are we emancipating them and um, let the woman make all the decisions and the men just stand one side so please give us a call later on this evening and you'll definitely be able to um, air your view on that but Auntie Najmisa coming back to um, children and their parents and allowing the children to be children firstly and having the parents be there so shall I read um, yes I would love you to read okay it says the memo from the children to their parents don't spoil me i do know that i ought not to have all that i ask for i'm only testing you (laughs) that's so true don't be afraid to be firm with me i prefer it it makes me feel safe it proves to me that you care how i turn out don't let me form bad habits i trust you to see that i grow up with good character don't make me feel smaller than i am it damages my self-worth if you can help it, don't correct me in front of others. If you talk to me in private, I will know you are unhappy with my behavior and not with me. Don't make me feel that my mistakes are sins. It upsets my sense of values. Don't protect me from consequences. Sometimes I need to learn the painful way, but with your help and your support. Don't get too upset at my every ache and pain. Sometimes I just need to know that you notice me. Don't nag. If you do, I shall have to protect myself by appearing to be deaf. Don't make rash promises. I love you and trust you, and if you break a promise, I feel disappointed in you. Don't punish me for doing things which you do. You are my role model, and I look up to you. Don't say bad things about me to others. Remember, I am your child. I know that sometimes I I can be a pain, but I do really love you. When you feel you are being sorely tested, remember I have been entrusted to you by Allah. Allahu Akbar. That is so beautiful. And uh, it does echo with a lot of things that, you know, we as parents, we think we're doing good by buying them the iPads, 
and the phones and the playstations are we really doing good um it's 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 very important for us as parents to feel are we guilty of anything are we doing this to replace something that we feel guilty mm. about because you must remember mishka um in the era that we're living now first of all we come from a very negative society and i love the fact that you said um phone in or send a message about something positive that you feel have happened in your life because we unfortunately do not remember positive things that happens in our life mm. we are so bombarded with negative things that the first thing that comes out of our mouth is the negative thing even about our child mm. very often children at this time of the year needs to be praised for just finishing off a year of schooling finishing a year of of studying and achieving and even if they failed they still tried Uh, and they're going to keep on trying if you encourage them to keep on trying okay. but if you give up on them then they're going to give up on themselves so here we look at our children around in the house everybody is tired this time of the year oh, yes. everybody wants to take leave everybody wants to go in a holiday mood even if they're just going to spend the day at home even if they're not going to go away or whatever but every day that two parents needs to think how am i going to occupy my children mm. each one of them comes and puts out their hand because you, they expect something from you encourage them during the year to do little spare jobs and to put something away for the end of the year for this time where they are going to need the extra pocket money the extra little finances within their pocket to do certain things often children wants to go and eat out a lot children wants to go play games at certain places play you need to keep them stimulated so how do we keep them stimulated is we as parents needs to be creative about things yeah. but it cannot just happen now mm. it is something that we have to prepare ourselves for this time of the year yes. and we are exhausted when it comes to this time of the year and you also want to rest as a parent but here you come home and you now plan a holiday with all of the children and your husband and you going away on holiday and very often we hear people say that wasn't a holiday i was just with my family or I had to cook or I had to clean yeah. the place that I was in and I wasn't really on holiday and often this comes from the mothers so how do we train people to treat us how do we teach our children to treat and to respect us in any circumstance yeah. so even if we are away on holiday make a little uh, chart a uh, uh, roster uh, with chores on we all want to go down to the pool at such and such a time we all want to do this we want to do that so mommy and daddy is going to leave at 6 and go for a walk they'll come back and see to breakfast you people need to be up at a certain time wara 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 clean the kitchen you can go it's important to plan mm. if we have structure and important to budget so if those kind of things are in place because often you find in the january month uh, the first two weeks already people is broke people are waiting yeah. for the for the end for of the january pay um, and it's school fees and it's school fees at school uniforms at school books it's all of these things mm. that puts a, a a lot of pressure I was there once upon a time in that stage I'm going there alhamdulillah <laughs> rabbil alamin i many a times look back and i think to myself how did i how did all of you go through school how did all of you get your books your pens your school uniforms fortunately maybe some others can make the uniforms but uniforms are expensive today school shoes is a regular thing that you look at your children now and you see they starting up and how many school fees of how many children you have to pay how many books of how many children you need to pay how many uniforms you need to buy how many school shoes and pairs of shoes mm. so if you look at them finishing off work getting a bonus getting a holiday pay having 3 weeks at home 
looking the cost involved to maintain that three weeks with children. So Mars with five brothers because there's so many children, children and there's so mm. many in and out. So I remember yeah. my my mother used to say, "How much tuna and fish in the ice are cheap? Like a smaller fish, served up a bread or tuna salad or something. Things that can go far, but that's also light and summery. Mm. So these are the kind of things that moms are worried about to keep the fridges stacked up. I'll call it up of upper bakery fridge. What is there to eat? There needs to be something ready for them. Mm. Luckily today, you know, peanut butter is a it's a joy to have. The kids love them. <laughs> my grandson says, uh, "Mommy, don't worry with food. I'll have peanut butter." Peanut butter. <laughs> my mother had to stop them because it's mm. a stimulating meal. It's also a nourishing meal, but the contents of it is not all round stimulating because it's on white bread. If you say they have it on brown bread, but they don't want the brown bread, they want the white bread, <laughs> <laughs> and they want uh, mm. the, the softest of white bread, which, oh, yeah, which yeah. contradicts mm. the actual peanut butter and things that goes on there. Yeah. So resulting or uh, looking at all these things that you have survived a year of putting lunches in a year of getting up mm. in the morning and going to, a year of school fees a year of bus fee a year of school uniforms you've survived all these basic things for this year mm. and mom and dad you need to hold hands now and say to your kids you know what we are proud of us as parents because nobody else is going to tell you my darling so say it to yourselves good i'm we are proud as parents that we have survived another year yes maintaining three children two children one child six children nine children for that matter but it's important that there needs to be a little round table and mm. very often it's a good thing to do it between Maghrib and Isha. Mm. You make Jamaasala with your, with your family for Maghrib, you turn around as the Imam, the father of the house and you now address the family and allow all of them to say something because that's another thing that have died out, it's the Jamaasala with the family in the house, the eating around Correct. the table Correct. because mm. of the different hours that mothers and fathers come home so now is the food. ideal time and now is the ideal, utilize this three weeks or two weeks or one week of leave that you have to put in quality time mm. with your family so that they know this is what we're looking forward to. We have plans but we have to make one walk together where we're going to do this kind of discussion right. and the the, the, the children must know that mom and dad is positive. They affirm themselves. They fill their own tank. They've said that they feel they have survived a year. Mm, mm. No matter what the crisis, what the storms was, they've worked through the storms. They're on beyond the storm now. Maybe another storm waiting from back to school, but again, they can look beyond the storm because this last year I've given them the affirmations and the encouragement to actually see inshallah, with the kudrat of the almighty Allah and my positive thinking, I will survive another year. And the same applies, especially I think they need double pacts on the back for the single moms and the single dads. Oh, um, I think sometimes we do forget about them, but single they Single moms really especially. There mm. is so many that has got husbands, but is still single moms. And a lot of times we, we're going to cover all these aspects because it's a reality. Mm. It's a real. There's many a woman that is divorced that doesn't get maintenance from the, from the spouses or the fathers of the children as what they're supposed to get or the amount that they... So you find them that they have to go out to go and work. They have to put those kids in a crash in the morning. Right. They have to walk a distance to get a taxi or a bus after they've dropped the kids off. Reminds me of me. <laughs> taking a bus, dropping the kids off at crash, taking another taxi to a destination, taking a train to another destination wow. and then another walk up to where you have to work. Mm. And I remember having two children at that time, one in a pram and one on my hand, taking them around where you need to drop because we didn't have a car and mm. my husband had to leave earlier. You know, so these are things that we, we need to reflect upon. And these are the positive things to say that I have survived this.
And there's still people going through those kind of things today. Why, though, Auntie Najmanisa, we have survived 2015, but we find it, though, so difficult to find the positive things that has happened in our lives? Unfortunately, uh, Mishka, to a large extent, we come from a negative culture. We look at, when we walk into the house, we only see what the kids have done wrong. We never see what they've done right. Mm. Like, for instance, mom and dad come home. Kids are all lying on her bed watching TV and the house looks like a bomb. It's a home. It's supposed to look like a bomb. You know that there's not, um, you're not hoarding dirt in the corners of the rooms or dirty washing or smelly dirt, mm. uh, uh, dirt bin or this mm. or that. The kids, it needs to look like a house full of kids if you have right. a lot of children. And the last thing that you have to worry about is what people is going to say. This is my children's haven. This is their home. They need to be comfortable and they need to mm. be at home at the house. But if I'm going to scale for each and every room that's untidy um, uh, or, or not picked up something, and that is the way of life, then I'm never in the moment. I'm never giving them quality time. I'm never giving them affirmations. I'm never their mother. So all they hear from us is no. negativity and mm. no. Mm. So why not? Just look around you, stand still for a moment, and say, oh, my word, this is a home. It's not just a house. You enjoyed yourselves today, clearly. Uh, Uh, Tell them what you are seeing. Be in the present moment and say, I can really see you people had a ball today, but let's all come together and clear up now because we're going to have supper soon Mm. or whatever the case may be, Mm. depending what the age is. If you've got toddlers and, and, and primary school children, your house is bound to look like an explosion from time to time because they play in the one area as a play area some people don't have a play area mm. some t- is fortunate enough for their children to have a, or have a own room sometimes there's one a room for everybody right. so again we need to look at what can we be grateful for and what can we be mm. positive about mm. saying that I lived on a room with my two children I'm divorced I'm a single mother I've conquered this year with the Qudrat mm. of the Almighty Allah remember Allah do not put upon you what you cannot manage SMSs that's come through, Auntie Najmunisa. Um, the one from 1622. Unfortunately, the beginning has been um, cut off. Uh, let's just see if it came through now. Uh, let's try it. Salam, I lost a friend who was like a daughter to me. I don't have daughters, and hence she was that daughter that I always wanted. Mm-hmm. The evening before she passed away, she told me to always make dua for her, not knowing the following day she would be a mayat. Um, passed away in an accident. Everything I do is is worth her on my mind and her death was a real eye-opener that life is very short mm. and we should make provision for the akhirah and worry less about this world that's Wonderful. going to perish good program alhamdulillah Allahu Akbar. That is the so attitude. sorry for your loss though so sorry but that is exactly where allah gives us a crisis mm. what do we what what do we see allah in the crisis do we see the message in the crisis um, very often you find women that's pregnant they um, go through a very tough time, especially towards the last. They're in a lot of pain. They have to give birth. And that birth process is is one really of the difficult. miraculous things of Allah subhanahu mm. wa ta'ala. Today there's many ways to um, suppress the pain and to give more. But there's, it, it is still an extremely painful process. Mm. So many women do not get the appreciation or the affirmation about saying um, shukran my darling for carrying my child within your uh, body and in your rahim in your womb so that we can procreate with mercy so you need to apply that mercy to her um, there's many times that they have quarrels and arbels about where and what and how and so on at the end of the day if we can just look at one another every day 
and see the Allah in each other hmm. and love each other for the sake of Allah and say thank you for the little things that it, we have done for each other. Hmm. For instance, my friend had a lekker pot snijbontje bredie gemaakt and a potje rijst gekook. And it's lekker groente kos, wat ek nou al so lang al voor lis, and it's holiday, niemand maak nou soke kos en dit en Bring it down attention. Say, my mm. sweetheart, I appreciate so the puchikos what you know gemaakt it. It's not something that everybody's going to make during the holidays, but I appreciate that you've made it. Mm. Or if she's just made you a slice of a toast with cheese on for the morning for breakfast or a cup of coffee, or you've done it for her while your people are at home, say thank you to each other. Say shukran to one another. Give each other a mm. smile. Um, Say, I wonder what, what did you have to go through or what your body went through or your mind went through while you had to prepare this. You could have also been laying in bed still with all of us, but you're the one that actually got up to go and prepared. And this is what we are throwing in our pot every day. Yeah. Are we put throwing criticism, negativity, insults, rejection, um, mocking, sarcasm? Are we throwing that in the pot or are we throwing positive things in the pot? Mm. So those negative or positive things will impact on the mind the body and the soul. So how do we look at this pochi course with the three legs? If we throw positive things in there and we give affirmations and we say loving things. Mm. And I watched the clip this morning that my sister's daughter sent from London that the people were um, um, going around giving red roses with a card on with oh, yes. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and celebrating his birthday in that way. But to everybody in, mm. in, in the roads, non-Muslim and Muslim and everyone and Christians were astounded and saying, what is this? Why am I getting a free rose? It's not Valentine's Day. Yes. And they were saying, no, we." The, the, uh, so many years ago there was a baby born that changed the world and we are celebrating that baby that was born that we are all Beautiful. and that baby practiced peace mm. and love and mahabba my mm. rahma mercy all the 99 names of allah that allah says call upon me for those things you know what it is it is so wonderful what we can teach our children is the 99 names of allah if one day of each day of your salah or when you are around you just focus on one word of allah mm. one of the names for that whole day when you make salah after you finish make salah you repeat that a hundred times and you teach it to your children as well for within a hundred days 99 days they're going to know the whole asma husna you can then after that Teach them the meaning of each one. What is each one standing for? And right. What is the, the translation of each one? Right. And there's so many things that we can use in our Islamic ethos that we can make it fun for the kids and enjoyable for them to learn the things that they need to learn. Isn't that beautiful? So one step at a time also to get us through the year as well. So we're discussing today in terms of nurturing wellness. How do you and how have you looked back at your year 2015? Do you look back at it with negativity or do you look back at it with positivity? Please SMS us on 47913. If you'd like to share any of those, um, the, the things that has happened to you that you've really thought I am down and out now, um, but yet I have at the end of the day been and I'm yet on the 22nd of December 2015 and I feel good. How did you do that? We'd love to hear that from you. 47913. Before we go for the ad break, it says, Salam ladies, love the show. The one positive happening in our lives was the celebrating of the first birthday of our grandson, the first baby that's born to our daughter after 14 years of marriage. Alhamdulillah. MashaAllah, shukriya Allah. And many smiley faces afterward. (laughs) Just embracing that new being into your life. Oh, and they teach you so much. It's, it's, It's bliss. 
just it's unexplainable. I always say so when I sit on the beach and watch the waves and mm. see how they're coming in, how they're going out, and how they're coming in, and listening to the sounds. And I think there was somebody on just before us that was talking about sound techniques of tranquility, and that is exactly what we need to embrace. Yes. Close your eyes and listen. Teach yourself how to listen to the three levels of, of life. Mm. The first one is you listen to the things that goes on inside of the place that you are in the room or whatever. And just close your eyes and focus for two or three seconds on the things that is going on with, uh, in the room. And try to listen attentively to hear certain things that you would take for granted and not listen to mm. in other times. Then you keep your eyes closed and you take yourself outside of the room. And you try to listen to sounds outside of your house Trees blowing, leaves falling, birds singing, somebody knocking, doing this, doing that. It is so important to stimulate your ears and your channels to your soul by listening to those kind of things. It's very healing as well. Good idea to do it now during the ad break. Inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. We'll be back afterwards. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. got a few minutes left of the program and we'd really love to hear from you. Uh, we're looking at the year in review 2015. How are you looking back at this year with the negativity that has filled your pot or is it the positivity that you want to take out? Some of the um, messages that came through, Auntie Najmanisa, the one saying, Alhamdulillah, my, uh, my youngest son failed school this year. Um, he, the fits failure, we as a family ever the first failure that we as a family ever had to deal with but we as a family encouraged him as he started school a year earlier and we expected for many mm. years that he might not make it mm. i'm so grateful that us parents and his siblings could encourage him mm. and um and something about her acknowledge all the other strengths he has being mm. a qualified lifeguard for the city wow. and earning his own money and being responsible youngest uh, youngster shukriya allah for parenting well done wonderful pat on the back all the way mm. yeah allah alhamdulillah um the the next one uh was the one saying that um i have lost my husband in november of 2014 having four sons i've gained a wonderful daughter-in-law this year I'm I'm looking forward to the challenges ahead, inshallah. Allahu Akbar. Isn't it wonderful? That is beautiful. Wow. Oh, um, the other SMS alarms, 20, uh, 2015 was a blessed year for me. I've embraced Islam, mashallah, and got married to a most pious, loving man, alhamdulillah. Wow, my word. Mashallah. Isn't that wonderful to hear this time of the year, the achievements in a positive kind of way? Mm. Sure. I just want to say the last breath that you take in listening skill is the one that you listen to your body inside. You close your eyes and you listen to the sounds of mm. your body. And you can actually hear almost like you're swallowing your heartbeat, but how your body is actually operating, the factory that's operating with inside of your body, yes. how it is going through the digestive system and how it goes through the colon, to the uh, intestines and all those kinds. If you really sit down and sit still and allow yourself that few minutes or few seconds for that matter you have you have actually done almost a whole days of meditation mm. so mm. here again we we need to be embraceful about what we are made about uh, of and thank allah for uh, this miraculous factory that operates with no manpower oh, yes. but allah's rahma and mm. mercy so Again, I finished the end of the year. I've completed a year's of work, a work of study, a year's of being at home, looking after children, whatever. But Allah allowed my factory to operate. Mm. 
and I need to look and service this factory now. Mm. So here I've got this time to actually service this factory. And the factory is telling you, I need to knock off. It's tired. I need to have a break. And listen to that factory. Mm. Listen to that body. And give it that few minutes and few seconds of meditation from time to time. In our salahs, we want to say that we're in the moment and we're making salah and that is our break. Wara, wara, whatever. But it doesn't happen. Mm-mm. We need to be real about it. So even before you make salah, you can do that little bit of meditation prior to. And try to make a, a Two or three, four sunnas before you make your farals. Yes. Because it takes you into that rhythm. It gives you that preparation and work up. Yeah. Make a little dhikr in between and keep your heart pumping with la ilaha illallah. Yes. In your footsteps, every footstep that you take, just imagine you, for the amount of steps that you take, you know, the phones are so good today. They tell you how many <laughs> footsteps you've taken. Yes. <laughs> so you can niat and make this that every footstep that I take is Allah. Allah, mm. Allah. And even when you go for a walk, when you go for this, when you, astaghfirullah, when you want to make toba, your mind will not go astray. They won't mm. go to other negative things or stuff that you're not supposed to think about me. But you have to train that mind so that that mind can permeate the body and it can feed the soul, inshallah. So as a New Year's um, thingy, as Rabbil Awal for the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, embrace the characteristics that the Prophet sallallahu oh, yes. alayhi wa Celebrate his life. Eliminate uh, to 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 emanate the 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 qualities that he's had, the gentleness that he had, the forgivingness that he's had, the the tolerance, the endurance, the 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 overlooking of things, and doing the things purely for the sake of Allah, not for my husband, not for my children. Make a squat because my dear, that's how stand. My dear, that's how machine stand. And if was good, was an afghatal and strict. And I can't ask me for the end just surrender. And do all of that for the sake of Allah. And all of that becomes an ibadah. Oh, yes. And your packet can get very full because we're here mm. to set ourselves free for the day of Qiyamah. So we load up here to celebrate. We're all standing in that line. We just don't know which where we, we, where which we're fitting we, in the line. Yes, yes. But we are all standing in that line. Mm. And if we can live with the consciousness of being in that line, we can build up so many things while we're waiting in that line. I think also, Auntie Najmanisa, looking at the year of 2015, take a page. Um, I think Auntie Najmanisa gave me this tip before. Take the page and you write down the pros and you write down the cons. And even if you've got to think a whole day about what those pros are, every time you get something, I've made my salah on time, I've uh, um, you know cooked the food, my family's enjoyed it, whatever little things that you find, write it down as well. Yes. Um, and you will find that though by writing it down, it actually actually makes you realize Absolutely. how grateful you Absolutely. need to be um, for just the breath that you have. Just to be able to wake up in the morning, my soul has come back into my body. Mm. I have the last little dream or whatever experience I have in that waking up stage. And now I open my eyes and I see the world. I can see. I mean, I I know of somebody that's just lost his sight recently, a perfectly healthy looking man that has done a lot for the community and have been involved in many things. And may Allah Ta'ala grant him shifa, inshallah, Mm. and allow him to accept this challenge that one of his senses has maybe been taken 
taken away, but Allah Ta'ala will strengthen, strengthen his other senses, right. inshallah. And I also would like to say, um, Auntie Yasmina Ali, she had a birthday this weekend and I was invited and I couldn't make it because my brother's granddaughter also got married. Uh, just wishing her well, it was her 70th birthday. And may she have a prosperous year in the future, inshallah, Amen. and Allah Ta'ala grant her all she longs for and more. Amen. And then, of course, my mentor in my life. Andy Fozia Raycliffe, it's her birthday today. Oh. And I wish you everything, everything wonderful and pleasant and beautiful. Amen. She's also received a new granddaughter and slama to her and her son and his daughter-in-law and everybody for Bye. the wonderful little bundle that have entered this universe and this life, which again makes us grand mm. parents. Mm. And if we look at the word grand, wonderful then it, title. It, 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 it gives you a feeling of another status. So who put you in that status? And then you get the great grand parents. Yes. So look at the wording, look at the vocabulary of what is being used to, to describe that person. We need to embrace those things. So Antifosi, grandmother, I would say grandmother of the year, <laughs> your mean, baby, almost on your birthday. Yes. Um, have a wonderful time and, 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 and may Allah Ta'ala grant you all you, do, you, you, you desire and all you long for and more with the blessings of Allah, inshallah. And Tinash Minister, before we end off the show, some SMSs also that came through. It says, uh, what a wonderful year I've had, alhamdulillah. I got sick. Suddenly, please make dua for me. I've got cancer. Oh, but, Allah grant you complete looking at shifa. it in a positive way. Beautiful, mashallah. Allah, Isn't Allah, that beautiful? Allah Ta'ala grant you shifa. Allah grant you the strength to face the challenges that you are going to be facing with your treatment and your illness, inshallah. And it can only bring you but closer Allah. to Allah. Allah. You're chosen. You're already chosen there. Very true. Absolutely. Uh, and the, the other SMS, the birth of my first child, my business taking off, then everyone around me falling pregnant, alhamdulillah, great oh, timing, inshallah. takes the pressure off me. <laughs> Um, this year has just been filled with so much Alhamdulillah looking forward to what 2016 will bring Maybe Amen. another baby <laughs> If you just change your thoughts You mm. can change your life If you drop the attitude You can reach for the altitude So look at that way towards the new year Inshallah And go into it with your eyes and your ears And your nose and your mouth And your taste and your five senses wide open mm. And nurture that And with, with that kind of attitude You cannot go wrong There's three things that I want to leave our listeners with have no perception have no expectation and don't easily be impressed you can conquer the world with that kind of attitude inshallah i'm looking forward to 2016 may there be new challenges Amen. new um ideas new doors opening Amen. for us inshallah and Amen. we make dua that allah grant this ummah of muhammad sallallahu only the best in in this life and the year after Amen. 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 and in ajmanisa we'll be back so soon and for the I place of the cape inshallah. may they go from strength to strength with all Amen. of you in it inshallah this ship is really on uh, 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 a wobbly waves all the time and the, the the people that steers this boat really needs to be good to hold the, the captain mm. to hold all the soldiers that's on this boat and inshallah don't focus on the shores focus on the destination inshallah. Well, that's the perfect advice that we need going into yeah, 2016 inshallah. we're looking at adding also uh, some a different energy to voice Absolutely. of the cape and uh, an energy where everybody will benefit at the end of oh, the day uh, but uh, like i always tell my team it starts with us so shukran to all our listeners to all our supporters to all our volunteers 
volunteers for the year 2015. It's really been absolutely awesome for all the feedback that we've received as well. I think that's the most important thing. It's kept us on our toes. It's made us look at things differently and we always welcome it. So shukran again to you. Um, And we hope to hear from you even more in the new year 2016. We're not finished though. Many shows coming up. So do stay tuned. And like I mentioned, this evening we'll be speaking to Nafisa Kirika will be opening the lines and asking how do we raise our boy children? What would be the ideal thing? We'll be um, back tomorrow, inshallah, at 12 o'clock. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.